welcome to Enter the Glory Zone with me, Dr. Edith Davis, on 94.1 FM, Wave 94. Once again, I say that 2020 is going to be an extraordinary year and that we're going to see signs, wonders, and miracles. And what the enemy meant for evil, God you hey vahe, daddy God, you hey vahe, Lord God, Yahshua Mashiach, Christ Jesus, Lord God, Ruha Kadash, Lord God, Holy Spirit, will turn for good to those who love Him and are called for His purpose. Also, this is the 5,780th year in the Jewish calendar. So this is once again. 2020, this was, we were not expecting the coronavirus. We were not expecting the, the unrest, the civil unrest that is in our nation and really across the world. Um, we have, uh, Esther moment in the body of Christ. And I believe that we as the church, the body of Christ, the church, the bride of Christ Jesus, our high priest, our king of kings, and our Lord of lords, we are going to do what our Lord Jesus wants and our Father wants and the Holy Spirit. We're going to step up to the plate and we're going to speak out and we're going to do something about this evil wretched virus, the virus of the coronavirus and the virus of racism. As I um, sit back and I look at things unfolding all around me, I'm in awe of the magnificent and the powerfulness of God. I now, because of this coronavirus, I am, I went to the University of Miami undergraduate and so I have several friends and uh, and of course um the in the African American community at the University of Miami and one time we had as little as 1000 African American students at the University of Miami when I was there it has grown but we were such a unified force that if you want to be president of the University of Miami student body you had to come courting United Black Students because we voted as a block. So you couldn't win without us. And this enabled us to have a lot of different wonderful um, benefits for our membership. I was the first female, African-American female elected to, to United Black Students. And it was, I had a wonderful vice president, um, Antonio Jr. And I had a lot of great people, workers on May who became the president after me and Sydney Colley, who was the president of CUISO, which was the international body of the University of Miami. And we, this, this group of individuals, dynamic individuals, we come, came together because of the coronavirus and we have been communicating and, um, just trying to figure out where everybody is. And what's awesome is, is that many of us have, um, become extremely spiritual and sold out to Christ Jesus. 
and it's just awesome. And one of my close friends, I recently discovered, um, is an ambassador to the United States of America in the United King- Kingdom. He's a residing ambassador for the for the Bahamas, Sydney Colley, and um, and he is just a great man and. He is making a great ambassador. He also is um, a non-sitting ambassador for Malaysia, Central and South America. Um, I have a lot of other colleagues that are, you know, doing extraordinary things on Wall Street and have had um, divine intervention because when 9-11 occurred, they actually had offices in the Twin Tower and it was just phenomenal how God saved them from certain death. Um, um, every individual that I've talked to is has an extraordinary story and um, and it makes me think about legacy and it makes me think about impact for Christ Jesus. Um, I just had a once again another Zoom meeting with my colleagues from Stanford and it was just awesome to see all the electrical engineers the physicists I'm the geophysicist and geologist um, we had all these just unbelievable talented African Americans now these are the the group of African Americans at Stanford and of course I have my colleagues from the from where I got my MBA, the University of Texas at Austin, and we're extremely close as well. And many of them have become investment bankers, top executive for Abbott Labs, um, basically multimillionaires in many cases. And um, and of course, I have my um, that's the University of Texas in Austin, and so I have this these groups of phenomenally great people let's not forget Baylor University um, Baylor in Waco Texas and so it's just awesome to um, see how God is weaving in in and out of all these individual lives one of the one of the physicists is now a pastor. He, um, God called him into full-time ministry. He is in Atlanta, Georgia, and he is down the street from um, Martin Luther King's um, Junior and Seniors Church. So Ebenezer, I think um, uh, AME, I believe that's correct. And I'm just in awe. I've, I just got off the phone with another one of my colleagues, which was top executive at IBM. And now he has his own business and is extremely sold out to Jesus Christ, quoting Colossians chapter two and Ephesians. I'm just like, just in awe at how God has touched each and every one of us. One of the interesting things um, that is coming into my spirit is, I mean, I'm waking up in the morning with spiritual songs in my spirit. And I share one of them um, all across my network of friends. And everyone was touched, had a supernatural touch from, from me sharing how God woke me up. I mean, it was already bubbling out of my spirit when I opened my eyes. And I was just singing the song the whole day, pretty much. 
And God is preparing us for this major transition, this major shift in the body of Christ. We are going to respond like Queen Esther did, and we are going to save. We are going to help save the people that God, I mean, I shouldn't say we're going to save because I can't save anyone. You can't save anyone. But the Christ Jesus that's in us can't save. So, but God is strategically positioning us to to be in the marketplace, to be in corporate America, to be in academia, to be in the hospitals, to be all over planet Earth touching the lives of individuals and being the walking epistles that God ordained us to be. We are fulfilling the great commission. Um, we're dealing with some really um, issue, some really sad issues in the church. And I think that the church is coming to terms and is repenting and turning their backs from their wicked ways. They're humbling themselves. The church is humbling themselves because obviously racism would not be where it is today if the body of Christ had been in their position and had been doing the things that Christ Jesus did, which was Jesus was uh, he was against racism. Jesus was against sexism. And we are representatives of our Lord and Savior Christ Jesus. We are representatives of our Lord King Jesus Oh, yes. And so I, I see the church is coming to terms with our part in this dilemma in our nation. And I, I have a great hope for the first time in a long time for America to make the change that they need to make in order to be a success. I would have to agree that our nation will, like all the other nations, probably implode eventually. But there is still time for us to be in position to be used by the Holy Spirit to draw men and women to Christ Jesus. Um, I just am in awe of this great opportunity for me to reach back and and to the past and connect with many of my former classmates and one of the ideas that um God has given me my my girlfriend who is a brilliant electrical engineer. Matter of fact, she is the first African-American female to get a doctorate in electrical engineer. Dr. Sandra Johnson was um, at one time the chief technical officer at IBM and many other uh, major roles at IBM. She was saying, Edith, we need to get together and do a, a book called Another Hidden Figure book and capture the stories of all the individuals um, from Stanford, but I think that, of course, I'm, I'm saying it's bigger than Stanford. We need to capture um, the individuals from all across the nation um, and put it in this hidden figures book that my girlfriend would like to um, launch from our from our meeting from our Stanford colleagues. I also thought about it as well, and I 
really think that we need to have a a television um, broadcast where we highlight, we spotlight these hidden figures, this these physicists. Um, I found out that Dr. Oliver Keith Baker is at Princeton, full professor um, in the physics department there, and our colleagues are located all over the world. One of our colleagues is now in Geneva, Switzerland, deputy director um, in one of the um, areas of the United Nation. It is just phenomenal. And every one of them has a relationship with Jesus Christ. Every one of them have had a God moment. You know, I was just talking to my last um, classmate just a few minutes ago before I began to take this broadcast. And, you know, we were sharing our journey. And once again, we, we had similar journeys where we had adversaries, people who attacked us for no reason. And one of the unfortunate things that some corporations do is they pit teams against each other. And unfortunately, competition can sometimes bring out the worst in individuals. And this particular team was so, um, I guess, um, concerned about the caliber of talent and the intellectual capital of their opposing team that they actually created lies and um, basically tried to sabotage this team because if that team was eliminated, they would receive their funding and the people would be absorbed into other areas. And of course, my friend was sharing this experience and how you know, you have to handle yourself in a certain way in corporate America, even when people are, are slandering your name and not telling the truth about you. And um, in the end, unfortunately, the, it, it took its toll and the people, some people believed the lies and that they were eliminated and their people were absorbed and that on the other team you know, took their, um, the funding, but guess what? God was watching. God, God is a just God. He is a good God and he is a holy God. And even though you think that you're being persecuted and you probably are, God is watching. And what, um, this individual told me was, um, shortly after that, he was offered an assignment in Washington, D.C. in um, technical marketing because he was an engineer. So he was very familiar with the products, engineering products. And so he was um, did a outstanding job. And then he was offered an opportunity to go to Europe and all over Europe and for um, his company and IBM and got promotion after promotion, came back to the United States of America and, and the same people that believed the lies and almost was about to, um, you know, put a, you know, put a pitchfork him and all that out of town was welcoming him with open arms and 
was was vying for trying to compete for him to be on their team because he was a phenomenally gifted um, technical sales manager and went on and got went on to New York and got promotion after promotion after promotion. And so what we talked about is the fickleness of man, the fickleness of mankind. And so what we what it what it taught both of us is, is that it's nice to be loved, it's nice to be appreciated and get accolades from your fellow man. But don't get hung up on that. Don't put yourself in a position where you need that to do a great job. You need to make sure that you're pleasing the number one person, which is God. And you need to do your job as you would do it unto God. And God sees your heart. God sees your motives. So we we recognize that a lot of people are very, um, let's say, fickle. And one, it depends on how the wind is blowing. And if the wind is blowing in your direction and you're in good shape with them, but the wind blows in the other direction, you're in bad shape with them. And so you cannot be wrapped up or tied up on the accolades of mankind. Because like I said, is nothing. It's like sand and you will sink. You have to stand on the rock. You have to make sure that you're doing everything unto the Lord and that you are vying for God's, God's, con, con, you know, God's, um, I guess, praise and, and God's, um, basically adoration. And God, I, I definitely want to hear when I get to heaven. I want to hear Jesus say to me, well done, good and faithful servant. I don't want to hear depart from me, Edith. I never knew you. I don't want to hear that one. I want to hear well done, good and faithful servant. So it is, it's a great, great thing to reconnect with all my classmates that are now ambassadors and a part of the United Nations and um, they're doing outstanding we just um, one of my classmates is good friends to the new um, Dean of Wharton the first African American female to be the Dean at Wharton University and she's very good friends with her husband and she talked about how Dean, um, Dr. James, um, basically she made some tough choices. She, she worked hard and she was extremely strategic and there were a, a good period of her marriage to a wonderful African American male who works at Exxon Mobil, I guess used to, he might have retired by now, but you know, they were separated for almost 20 years. They had a commuter marriage because of the destiny that God had placed on her. And so it's, it's a wonderful thing to, to see the hand of God on individuals. It, I, I'm excited about what God is doing. For us in this season, I know that this is a precarious time for many of us. And I know that this is a time 
of transition for many of us, but it's a good time, a very good time, especially if you are relying on the word of God and you're living on the word of God and that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. As I, as I go through the summer, another summer, once again, God is providing the rent money. God is providing the bill money to pay the bills. And God is providing me new opportunities. And I am excited about what Christ Jesus, what Daddy God, Ua Vahe, and what Lord God, Holy Spirit is doing for me and my household. I have a wonderful mother who is healthy and wealthy. And I'm just so happy to have a awesome mother. But as I think about my mother and my father, we went to mass. I was raised Roman Catholic every Sunday. Every Sunday I had my little hat and my little white gloves and my little dress and off to mass, off to church I went. And I went to Catholic schools. They sacrificed. They didn't even get a car, which they could have taken the money for our tuition and bought a car. But instead, they made sure that we went to the Catholic schools, which gave us an outstanding education. I went to St. Joseph from the first to the fifth grade, which was uh, African-American Catholic school. And then I transitioned over to St. Michael's from fifth to eighth grade, which was a predominantly white Catholic school. And I was actually the only African-American female in my entire class. And I never forget Michael Marshall came up to me in the playground and sat down and talked to me and talked to me about his trip from to Germany where he actually um, went inside a castle. And here I am, an African-American little girl from Mars Court, 151 Mars Court, Pensacola, Florida. I didn't even know what a castle was other than like from Walt Disney because I did watch that. But... <laughs> A awesome experience as a child. And then I went on to Pensacola Catholic High where I had great teachers like Mrs. Massacott and Miss Georgette and Coach Irvin and Mr. Irvin. And, you know, oh, it's just, oh, it was awesome. I just, God is such an awesome, awesome God. And I look at God's hand in my life and giving me two, yeah, well, they're wonderful children, but you know, it's time for them to get out of the nest. Um, Joshua Caleb Davis, he's in it going into his second year in uh, aircraft mechanic school. And my daughter is off to college in Southern Florida. And um, she is really, really smart. And I'm just praying that she keeps Jesus Christ in the center of her life. Because you got to be more than just smart when you go to college. You have to walk in wisdom. You have to walk in insight. You have to walk in understanding. So, as my little ones are preparing to leave the nest, and I'm really saying, thank you, Jesus, because I definitely need a break. But I'm excited about what God is doing in our lives 
and for us to be reconnecting with all these wonderful men and women and seeing many of them become becoming extremely spiritual. One of them is actually a pastor now. And of course, it's nothing but the grace of God. Because we all know that we, if it wasn't for God as African Americans, we know that that was a very privileged opportunity to go for me to go to the University of Miami, for me to go to Stanford University, for me to go to the University of Texas in Austin, for me to go to Baylor University. It was privilege, a high privilege, and I got an awesome opportunity to work in a historically black institution where I think that I'm making a difference. So this is a time where we as believers in Christ Jesus need to make sure that we don't miss our Queen Esther moment because This is all about the kingdom. This is all about the agenda of Daddy God, of Lord God, Christ Jesus, and of Lord God, Ruha Kadash, Holy Spirit. This is a great time. And so we must immerse ourselves in the word of God. We must meditate on the word day and night. We must, I, I believe in first fruit principle, which is begin your day with God. When I open my eyes in the morning, God is the first thought I have. And I ask him and I ask daddy God, you hey, I said, Lord God, Abba Father, you hey, what's on your heart today? How may I show my gratitude, my love, my appreciation to you this day? How may I bring glory and honor and pleasure to you this day? Lord God, Yahshua Mashiach, Lord God, Christ Jesus, what's on your heart today? How may I show my love, my gratitude, my appreciation to you this day? How may I bring glory? How may I bring honor? How may I bring pleasure to you? you this day, Lord God, Christ Jesus, my heavenly Boaz, my high priest, and Lord God, Ruh HaKadosh, Lord God, Holy Spirit, what's on your heart today? How may I show my love, my gratitude, my appreciation of you this day? How may I bring glory and honor and pleasure to you this day? Thus, I open up my day, my morning with those kind of thoughts. And I, and I wait and I wait to hear and I look for opportunities to be used by God to touch somebody or to touch as many people as God places in my path. And now also we need to be about making disciples and that takes time. That takes money and that takes a passion for Christ Jesus. And so I have made it throughout my life. I have always had at least one and sometimes two individuals, whatever season of my life where I pour everything into them. And so, and many of my mentees have gone on to um, be an important strategic 
positions in the world, such as my mentee, Dr. Michelle Williams in Silicon Valley, California, and um, my mentee, Diane Bacchus, who is in Kansas City, Missouri. And now I'm mentoring two beautiful twins, um, Camille and um, Carmela Wright. They are identical twins at the University of at the Florida A&M University, and um, Camille wants to be a doctor, and um, Kamara, um, Kamari wants to be a teacher. So it it is um, it is an awesome, awesome privilege to pour yourselves into other individuals, and also I have. Um, my babies, my very first mentees when I was working on my doctorate at Baylor University, and I still um, keep up with them and try to be, um, I guess, an advisor or someone that they can reach out to um, when they have to make some critical decisions in their lives. And I try to give them a word of wisdom because my thoughts are not worth much. I think the, the, the word, the wisdom of God is the most important thing that you can give any individual because it will give them life, right? So as I reflect on this journey that we're having during this coronavirus and this um unrest, civil unrest in our nation, I I see glimmers of light. I see glimmers of of God's mercy and grace and tender kindness raining down on us. And we should be about our Father's business in creating disciples. I don't want to end this broadcast without saying Romans 10 9 which is if you confess with your mouth that Christ Jesus died buried and was raised from the dead and you accept him as your Lord and Savior you are saved spiritual believers I want to say thank you for joining me on enter the glory zone on 94.1 FM wave 94.